Welcome to CamdenCast. I'm Tanby. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. Today on CamdenCast, we will be discussing Season 6, Episode 17 of 7th Heaven, the title of which is Lip Service, or if you are in Germany, the title is Shabbat Shalom. Our IMDb user synopsis is... Level-headed Robbie is the only one intentionally left home to babysit the twins when the Camdens accept a first dinner invitation at the humorist Rabbi Glass's home. Mary beats Lucy to the punch, faking illness, so she can escape the event and try seducing Robbie, albeit in vain as he's loyal to Joy. Simon brings along his half-Jewish mate, Morris, who fails miserably as good example for Matt and Sarah, as he hasn't got a clue about Sabbath or other Jewish traditions. Yet Eric is the one to lose it completely when told Matt considers converting, but they all end up making up during a synagogue service. So that's it. We don't need to do anything. Um, what was your first impression of this episode? Um, so Aaron's going to disagree with me, but I actually really enjoy this episode. Um, I kind of liked this focus on the dinner. Like, we had one ma- major scene, you know, throughout. Um, and it was... There was a lot of drama. There was a lot of, um, like, I don't know. I, I think I just enjoyed, like, the conversations that were being had and just the way that things were being delivered. And kind. It, there's there's something special about, like, watching a tense dinner scene. I don't know. I, I think I really, um, I don't know. It was a lot better than I expected it to be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I... I don't know that I disliked it. I was just, I think I'm cranky. That's fair. That's fair. I'm just cranky. Uh, I have no real constructive criticism about this episode. Anyway, we'll get into it with the cold open. So remember, um, Sarah and Matt are still pretending that they're just engaged and not married. And as a way of reunite, of not reuniting, but uniting excuse me, uniting their families, they're going to have a Sabbath dinner, um, with both the families this is the first time we're going to have the Camdens meeting the glasses and the glasses meeting the Camdens. Um, and it, uh, the cold open ends with Annie barging in with a bunch of groceries because she would like to cook something to bring to dinner. But as the, um, the, because the glasses are Jewish. Yeah. Um, so Annie's super stressed out because they're having a Shabbat dinner and Shabbat in Hebrew, we later learn means Sabbath. So there are, like, different, well, um, we learn later on that the glasses keep kosher, so there are different, like, kind of dietary restrictions and just, like, traditional foods that um, Jewish people would have on uh, at their Shabbat dinner. Um, so Annie's stressed out because she's trying to cook all these things that she's never cooked before um, in order to kind of try to impress the glasses or just to try to make it look like, well, not to make it look like, to, like, make an effort to... Um, appreciate their culture and their religion, so and their traditions. She's using Mrs. Kaplan's cookbook. Yes, and uh, we have like uh, so. This is now after the cold open, um, and I guess we'll just talk about like the prep before this, before the dinner, before we get really into the dinner and one of the other storylines in this, which revolves around Robbie. But um, so while she, we have like what's meant to be, I guess, a comical scene of Ruthie being forced to try. Annie's cooking, Annie's venture into kosher cooking. Um, and so, like, there's, like, food te- like food testing, and as Aaron said, yes. like, he's, she's very panicked about it. Um, in the meantime, we have Simon walking home from school with his 
Buddy Morris. <laughs> Who used to be a bully. Yeah. But they're buds. And apparently, more or not apparently, this is true. Morris is um, half Jewish, and his parents haven't been home for a while, so he hasn't had a home cooked meal, and has basically snagged himself or convinced Simon to get him an invite to come to the dinner of this dinner, which he's not really related to in any way, shape, or form. But okay, um, Simon convinces them, uh, convinces them as in Mar- uh, as in Matt and Sarah to let uh, Morris come to the dinner specifically because Morris is half Jewish. His mother's Jewish and his father's Protestant, which is so the... So it's just like Matt and Sarah. Yeah, so they're hoping that, like, Morris... Inviting Morris will show, like, an example of a good kid who, like, grew up in a uh, mixed religion, you know, house and how that could, like, work out and will hopefully work in their favor. Uh, but before we get to the dinner, we're going to go to uh, this Robbie storyline I just mentioned. So as the user summary tells us, Lucy is looking for a way out of going to this dinner because she because Robbie's gonna be home alone taking care of the twins and she kind of wants to spend some quality time with Robbie to so try to figure out like where they're at. She says that they had a messy breakup. I didn't really think it was messy. I think they basically realized they, they just have, agreed to not yeah, date anymore. That they have no chemistry, but I don't know. We are literally beating a dead horse with this. We're not literally doing it. We're figuratively, <laughs> be, figuratively be, beating a dead horse with these like Mary Lucy are still like somehow love triangle yeah, with Robbie whatever. and they over him. Oh, God, we already did this in the episode where they meet Joy. I know we've done this so many times. Um, so she's, like, practicing fainting to try to get a real faint, but before she can, like, faint as a way of getting out of it, we see Mary coming down in all of her, quote-unquote, sick glory. Uh, her hair is, like, super frizzy, she's wearing a robe, she's somehow gotten her nose to be a little red. She looks, like, pale or something, I don't know. And somehow she ends up being warm because Annie feels her and is like, oh, you're a little bit warm. Um, you're obviously coming down with something, so you better stay home. Um, so this, we return to the Camden house when uh, Robbie is watching a hockey game, and we see Mary is all better. All of a sudden, her hair is all nice and like sleek and straight. She's dressed. Well, she's dressed in low-rise, uh, like hip hugger jeans, which are you know very big in the early knots, <laughs> and uh, like a like, like a, a crop, crop top. top, yeah. <laughs> You know, very, like, 2002 fashion. Um, And she purposely sits very close to him. The phone rings, and she reaches, like, across his lap to pick it up. And it's Lucy, and she pretends that Lucy is a... Telemarketer. And Lucy's, like, on to her game of whatever Mary's doing. Eventually, like, the twins come down, and there's some time with the twins. And then she tries to, like, talk to Robbie. She's like, I want to talk to you about us. And Robbie's like... There is no us. There's a me and there's a you, but there's no us. And before she can, like, continue this, Lucy calls again and interrupts, and this time she hangs up on Lucy. And we, I guess, see the climax of the storyline in the next scene where uh, Lucy's been brought home early because we'll get to, like, why. We'll get to the dinner scene, yeah. yeah. But um, Mary has basically, it's kind of... Lucy calls it, like, a predator on the Discovery Channel, and I'm going to say that that's correct. Because <laughs> Mary kind of corners uh, Robbie, Robbie in the hallway upstairs, and she's like, you know, words and voices, that's what's, like, you know, mixing us up here, because I speak and you speak, but I know a way to scientifically test if there is something still between us. 
And, like, her meaning is that she wants to kiss him to see if they still feel something for each other. But before they can get to it, Lucy's like, what's up, guys? And they're, like, kind of, like, fighting over who gets to watch the overtime hockey with him (laughs) when the doorbell rings, and it's Joy. And I think that, I hope that this is the nail in the fucking coffin about this because they see her and him, like, kissing and being all, like, coupley and cute, and she's genuinely into the hockey. (laughs) And they're like, oh, I guess this is it. Let's go stew in our rooms. So So, this is a fucking recycled storyline, honestly. And it's like in the last episode, uh, Lucy was crying over Jeremy and now she's like, never mind. I want Robbie again. I actually think I like, I want to say that I did not like Lucy's behavior in this because it was quite selfish because she kept on interrupting the dinner to go make phone calls to check on Mary. And she's just generally selfish. Yeah. I will say, though, that I don't think Lucy had any, like, romantic intentions towards Robbie. She was just angry at Mary for getting out of the dinner. Yeah, and also I think, like, Lucy... Like, I think at first maybe Lucy was like, yeah, I want to figure out where we're at. But I think Mary was actively, like, going after him. And I think she was getting more mad at Mary for making a fool out of herself than she was at, like, oh, Mary's taking my place with him. I think Lucy's probably realized that he's with Joy. But, like, Lucy was just being annoying because... Read the room, Lucy. <laughs> Come on. Um, so we'll get to what is obviously the main storyline, um, the dinner. So, I mean, everything's going like, okay, it opens with Rabbi Glass saying a prayer, and then Rosie, or Rosina says a prayer, then Rabbi Glass says a prayer, and Rabbi Glass is like being pretty patient with, the, not patient, but like he's explaining everything he's doing to the Camdens just so they know. Um, he blesses the wine. He blesses the bread. Um, they like. I I actually really quite enjoyed this. I um, did not like. I'm not familiar with uh, like. Not even like I, a lot of the things that I see on this show when it comes to church and stuff is very new to me as well. So this was even more new. Um, and that was. I, I thought that was that was cool that Seventh Heaven like took the step to like show us like the correct rituals and the correct like way that the dinner's meant to be done and how it's supposed to be blessed and you know uh, there was even like Hebrew and then translations of the Hebrew. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's a point where the rabbi is like, "Do you guys have any questions?" <laughs> and this is when so Ruthie <laughs> takes the opportunity to ask, "What is it with this circumcision thing?" <laughs> um, and like. You know, Annie is horrified, and she's like, Ruthie, but um, Rabbi Glass is like, oh, actually, like, no, it's no problem. Like, we're you're here to learn. Um, we actually call it a, like, the religious ceremony is called, like, a bris, and I don't know. That's about it. Um, then there are a few, like, when the first time when Lucy, like, this was a good um, sort of, like, primer into Jewish culture, because, like, when the first time when Lucy asks to use the phone, um, Ruthie said, points out like, oh, don't most, um, Jews on the Sabbath refrain from using like anything that uses electricity or like cars and things like that. And Rabbi Glass says like, yeah, um, that is like cer- certain like Orthodox Jews and different, I don't know, like subdivisions of Judaism, depending on how, um, how observant, I guess, that they are. Um, he's like, some of them do, but we're reformed, so we use the phone and, you like, use electricity and cars and stuff on the Sabbath. Um, so, yeah, they, like, it's a little bit of a teachable moment. 
Um, and I guess the way that they do, like, the, you know, because there needs to be some comedy in these kind of scenes, is by having Morris there. So remember, we've, like, they've talked of Morris as being this, or they've talked up Morris as being this half-Jewish uh, kid who this will, prime like... prime example of, like, a mixed religion marriage. But when he's basically put on the spot, he mistakes uh, the Sabbath dinner um, as like Hanukkah, right? And then mm-hmm. calls something else the... Um, he calls... The cedar? Well, yeah, he calls it the cedar, which is the like cedar, the Passover sorry. dinner. And then like uh, he ends up talking about Purim, which... Uh, uh, which, which happens in like October, and I don't exactly know what it is, but there's like... I know there's treats involved. Mm-hmm. Like there are like some very good cookies I've had around Purim once, and uh, like kids dress up and stuff, so he... Matt's like, that's actually Halloween. And then Sarah is like, no, that's a real thing, too. Um, And then he tries to, like, get into the conversation again when he's talking about kosher. And, uh, well, first he's like, oh, this is the best kugel I've ever had. And then it's like, it's the only kugel I've ever had. And and then, like, how he always likes to, like, respect his religion because he he only gets kosher hot dogs. Yeah. Um, And it clearly isn't working out that well because you can kind of tell that the rabbi's like, who is this kid? <laughs> and this is when, like, Lucy and Simon and Morris take the opportunity to, like, leave. leave. <laughs> um, on the subject of food specifically, so we want to kind of go back a little bit to the fact that, remember, Annie was cooking. So Annie was making a bunch of stuff, but I think she ended up only taking two of the dishes. One of them was the honey cake, and the other one was her kugel. Um, so while so like the kugel that the like the rabbi tried the kugel and he loved it but like a lot of like the little scenes like the little moments we have during the dinner is um, mrs glass being quite rude i feel like to annie specifically yeah and annie like, because like annie offers to help get some dishes out of the kitchen and mrs glass is like no like i don't need anyone's help blah 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 she like d- try she tries to like um stop the rabbi from eating the kugel and then she tries to kugel herself but like doesn't give the compliment about how it's any good or not it's like uh like there's there's some sort of tension there it all kind of like um comes to a head at the dinner table when the rabbi is like you know obviously this all was really shocking to us but i've grown to the idea because there's been talk of conversion and this is when you know the rabbi like seems to like I don't know, there's something off his shoulders feels, like, the tense t- the tense na- nature of the whole evening seems like it's going to lighten up, because the rabbi's like, oh, I didn't know Sarah was going to convert. But then uh, Matt says, no, it's not Sarah who's thinking about converting. It's Matt. It is I, <laughs> um, Matt Camden. And this is where it kind of blows up. Um, I think we're supposed to hearken back a little bit to, or at least this is what Aaron and I did, like, about, like, you know, the Rev's heart problems, because there's a lot of moments where he's kind of, like, frozen, and he's, like, staring into, like, the abyss. I thought, I, well, spoiler alert, um, he does have another heart incident around these episodes we're getting into. I don't exactly know when, um... So I thought this might be it, but I was incorrect. Um, But there's a lot of, like, kind of, I think probably some of the most, um, like, tense back and forth between Matt and the Rev in this scene, where the Rev is like, I know you, and you're not being you. And he's very much talking to, I I don't know, I've kind of felt bad for Matt here, because I feel like 
it would suck to hear somebody say that, like, you're not being yourself. When, like, he's obviously made a decision or is trying to make a decision where he really thinks he's, like, you know, making something, a decision for himself or something like that. And somebody else tells him that that's, like, the wrong thing to do. Well, Um, and, like, the other thing is they're already married and, like, this choice was going to probably have to be made by one of them. And usually if it isn't made by one of them, um, the way, like, it usually works, at least from what I understand, is that the children usually take the religion of the mother. So, like, there would be this disconnect because obviously they're going to raise their children in some religion. So, like, why, I don't know, if if neither one of them was going to convert, Matt would be, like, disconnected from, like, the faith of his children, in which in a show like this or just in, like, their lives and people who value, like, faith, that would be, like, a big deal, I guess. I also had a question, and I don't know if this is kind of a stupid question, but, like, so they're obviously married. We have not seen the marriage. Was it just, like, a state, like, what kind of ceremony? Do they have a Christian oh. ceremony? Did they have no, a Jewish it, ceremony? it was probably just illegal. They probably just went to, like, the courthouse oh, okay, and okay. got married. Also, when Matt announces that he is going to convert, Ruthie's like, is Matt going to have to get circumcised? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Matt says it's no one's business, but... <laughs> As a way to, like, kind of diffuse the tension, because it, it, it goes from kind of like an okay dinner where everybody's really laughing at, like, the rabbi's jokes, he has this whole stand-up routine, basically, to, um, like, to this, like, really tense thing, because now the only person that's left besides the parents and Sarah and Matt is Ruthie. Um, Mrs. Glass finally decides to give a compliment about the kugel. It's like, oh, and Annie, how'd you make it? She goes, I used Mrs. Cam- Kaplan's uh, recipe, uh, but I didn't have any chicken fat, so I decided to use cream. Dun, dun, dun. And, and Rose- I guess we could, oh, we, we already know they were eating brisket for dinner. Yeah. And we learned that the glasses keep kosher, so the dairy and the cream and the meat, and they ate it at the same meal, and that's not kosher. Miss and Rosiana like Rosina. Bursts, Rosina, sorry, bursts into tears and like walks out, and it's like this whole thing, and every like everybody's actually on the verge of tears in this scene. I think I, I don't know other than Ruthie, who's just you know sitting there in her witch outfit, looking <laughs> bomb AF. <laughs> so um, we get a very nice scene, I think, between the mothers where they like talk about how neither of them was being themselves, how, like, both of them were kind of scared. And standoffish a bit, yeah. And they, you know, basically apologize to each other. They're like, oh, I ruined this dinner. You can ruin the next one. Kind of, you know, like, nice, like... I liked this conversation. I thought it was. I thought it was necessary. I didn't like that there was just animosity between the two mothers for no reason that they like. Yeah. They did this, and they it, both just say like, "Oh, we're just protective of our kids," which is what it comes down to for both of them, or at least that's what they're going with as their excuse. I really appreciate it, though. I I know this is like it wasn't supposed to be shade, but it felt like shade when Mrs. Glass was like, "Well, you. I mean, you probably don't know what it feels like because you have six other ones once Matt leaves." <laughs> So, mm, mm. Mm. Um, and then we have a similar kind of mirror of that in a scene between the rabbi and the rev, where they're talking about the conversion and how, like, it's not fair for the rev to have found out this way because he had a very public reaction to it, whereas the rabbi was able to, like, kind of stew in private. And, like, there's this whole story about this paddle and these, like, balls that he broke. That doesn't sound right. The ping pong paddle. <laughs> ping pong paddle. And ping pong balls. Yeah. Which is when 
and it's, it's actually a very nice conversation. I feel like they probably build this episode to be, like, quite, like, oh, like, everybody's fighting with everybody else. But I really feel like most of the fighting was between family members, like, between right. the Rev and Matt, and then, like, Lucy and Mary, I guess, but otherwise. Um, and we, Matt, like, kind of comes in, and he's like, look, I felt like, I felt bad because you, because I didn't tell you, but for all the other stuff, like, it wasn't right for you to treat me that way. And the Rev, like, admits that he was wrong. And it ends with them at the synagogue. Yeah, where, I mean, I don't really know what happens. The rabbi says the blessing to his congregation or whatever this little ceremony is. And then they ask the Rev, the Rev, like, says a few words. About love. And, I don't know, families coming together and being welcomed into the synagogue. And... Then they're all just like, Shabbat Shalom. Yep. And that's really, that's the episode. Um, so, yeah. I'm giving it a two. You didn't like this one either? It was about the same as the last one. Um, I'm going to definitely rate this one higher. I think I'm going to give this um, a four. I would probably even gone higher if we didn't have that nonsense with Mary and Lucy. Yes. And Joy, who I just wish would disappear. Right. <laughs> I was like kind of just hoping that she'd come, she'd run in or walk in on Mary and him like making out like crazy on the couch, and that would be the end of Joy. But are you a Marby shipper? No, I'm not. Mar- I just don't want. I don't care about Joy. She had a she had a recording session until midnight, but got but, it done. Yeah, in two she got takes. it done in two takes, and I'm like, wow, you're so talented. Where is your musical career now? <laughs> anyway, that was mean. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, very cruel. You can listen to us um, anytime you'd like or find new episodes on Wednesdays and Saturdays by going to the Stitcher app where you can search for us, um, the iTunes Apple Podcast app, or on SoundCloud.com slash CanonCast. Or our social media is uh, Twitter and Instagram. Our handles are at CamdenCastShow, and we're at Facebook.com slash CamdenCast, or send us an email at CamdenCast at gmail.com. I'm Tanvi. I'm Erin. This is CamdenCast. Sure.